Okay, hi guys, welcome to Life Happens. Today we are actually going to be talking about the fun fact of the day, then my opinions on getting a new puppy, and how training is hard, okay? Um, I have a four-year-old dog, and I actually forgot how hard it is to actually train a dog. I'm also going to be talking about my opinions on Block Island, and I'm going to be talking about how time moves so fast, we need to just slow it down already, and then the bad driver spotlight, where I'm going to tell drivers to calm down, and then lastly, we're going to be talking about taking some time to yourself before you have no time left. So without further ado, let's begin. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Okay, so like I talked about before, there's a lot of things on today's plate. So without further ado, let's just dig into the fun fact of the day. Okay, so the fun fact of the day is that we are born with two natural fears. The fear of failing, no, the fear of falling, and the fear of loud sounds. One of the most surprising facts about life is that all other fears and phobias are learned or acquired later in life. This is actually very, very interesting to me, because if you look at our ancestors, if you look at our history... You're going to tell that in the dark, we actually have that fear because of the fact that we don't know what's in there. It's not the dark that we're scared of. It's what's in the dark that we're actually scared of. And yeah, not everybody is scared of the dark. But if you go into a dark room, you cannot see anything. You're just going to go in there for the first time. You're crazy. Okay, I would never do that. And then also loud noises. Yes, and loud sounds. I already talked about loud sounds. I don't like them either. It's the thing of not knowing where it's coming from, or if you do know where it's coming from, it's just hurting your ears. And then also, if it's out of nowhere and it scares you, that's even worse. So no, I'm very good with that. Um, But a lot of these phobias we get because we would have a traumatic experience or we would actually have it in the back of our mind. Like some people are scared of planes and scared of flying and some people are actually scared of spiders and stuff like that that's because they may have saw something over their life that made them scared um like 9-11 scared a lot of people of not being able to actually go into a plane and then also at the same exact time um people are very very scared of spiders because of the fact that they just have a lot of legs it's like um hairy and then they might have um fallen asleep and then they woke up and there's a spider in front of them like there's anything anything's possible to make a phobia because of the fact that we go through different things every single day and that's actually a very interesting take so yeah that is that is one of our interesting fun facts of the day so see this is the thing though some people say that when you are little, you're actually scared of the dark, and some people don't go out of that. Now, there's a thing to say about um, being scared and hearing noises. Like, if you hear noises in the dark, why would you go 
then into that room like no stay away run away you don't have to go back into that room you're very much fine you don't need to do anything that's um that's um gonna put your life in danger or gonna make you scared like it doesn't really matter that much just like how people are are very scared of like cellars and basements and stuff like that because they're so dark or like that scene in home alone where the water heater actually turns into a demon or a monster that's a lot of the time how it is for in little kids minds at least but without further ado let's get into the podcast topic Okay, so heading right into the podcast topic, I'm going to be talking about my opinions on getting a new puppy and that I really didn't know what I was missing out on. And okay, there's positives and negatives. Okay, there's positives of getting a new puppy, right? The positives are that you get a brand new puppy, you get a fresh start. And you get to witness so another puppy completely growing up, and that's a that's not that's not a life changing thing, but that's a beautiful thing. You get to witness a brand new puppy. You get to start fresh. But here's the thing: now you need to start fresh. That's a good thing and a bad thing. I keep hitting my microphone. That's a good thing and a bad thing because of the fact that you need to sit here and you have to retrain. The new puppy that you just got exactly like your old puppy. I have a four-year-old doggy here named Winston, and he's fully trained. We went through the years and years and years of training, so he knows exactly what to do, and he knows exactly what's expected of him. But with Lily, the dog that I just got, she's just a puppy dog. She's only five months old, so she doesn't know any better. So when we're on the walk, we have to correct. I have to sit there and correct her all the time. So I have to sit here and say, Lily, back, Lily, back, because she likes to just pull me. She has just so much energy that she's just pulling me along on the walk. And I'm like, Lily, nope, you have to come back. You have to come back. And I correct her 100 times during the walk. I'm not exaggerating at all. Literally, I, lit- I sat here on FaceTime with my friend and me and him were talking throughout the whole entire walk. And I had to sit there and correct Lily, my brand new dog. This is because of the fact that I didn't realize how good I had it with my five-year-old or the four-year-old dog. He's going to be five in November, literally. Um, I'm so excited. Five years old. I can't believe. See, like, that's just resonating with me. Five years I had Winston. I was in eighth grade, or I just graduated out of eighth grade, when I got Winston. And it was the summer of eighth grade that we got him. It was so... It was just, I don't even know. Like, it was, I think it was life-changing to actually go from middle school to high school. It was something else. It was a process that I cannot just, I cannot explain to you guys. Because the amount of growing up you do from middle school to high school is something totally different. And and something that I can't even explain like the the astronomical difference I am since middle school to high school there's a there's a a big huge difference in not only the the knowingness not only the willingness to actually work harder the 
the responsibility aspect of it. Every single aspect of your life changes as soon as you get into high school and you start working and you start earning your own money and, and everything else, not just the money, not, not just the work, not just this, not just that. Every single thing goes together, interconnects with each other and, and you start realizing that you are growing up. Everyone that goes from middle school to high school realizes really quickly. And if you don't realize this, then I don't think that you're doing the right things. This is the thing. When you go from middle school, middle school, you started as a elementary school person. You started from, let's just say you just graduated out of fifth grade, right? You still have the mentality of a fifth grader. That means that you're not responsible. You're not, you're not, um, your willingness to do a lot of things is not there because you're still in the elementary school mindset. But as soon as you get into the middle school aspect of it, seventh grade, eighth grade, you're still, you're developing a little bit. You're getting a little bit more, um, reliable. You're getting a little bit more, um, hopefully older, more of responsible stuff like that. But high school, you realize that there's a lot of different things expected of you. And this is kind of getting away from the main topic, which is getting Lily, but there's a greater scheme. There's a greater overall lesson to be learned from just looking at Lily and Winston together, looking at life as a, as a full circle and looking at life and saying, listen, I just got this puppy. This puppy in a few years is going to have another puppy. That puppy is going to have another puppy. That puppy is going to have another puppy. That puppy is going to have another puppy. Well, I'm still here. And then you start realizing, right, that puppies, you start realizing that humans, you start realizing you. You just start realizing that time in general is going by so fast. And it's a completely different aspect when you start realizing how fast fast time actually goes and you start realizing that what like I, I'm trying to find the words for it like just time goes by so fast and this is exactly what I talk about in the venting section so I'm not really going to get into why time is moving so fast and stuff like that but like it's the thing of when I'm on the walk with Lily I get a little frustrated yes and and I don't ever yell. I don't ever hit. I don't ever do any of that. But it's the thing of realizing that she's just a puppy. She doesn't know any better. And what makes me deeply sad is that when people get frustrated at animals and stuff like that, they start beating them. They start hitting them. They start yelling at them. They start, like, something possesses them to actually get more mad. But what people need to realize is that they just need to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and realize that life should be taken by a huge grain of salt, a huge grain of salt, and a huge, huge lesson to everybody that just got a new puppy, right? Have some patience for the puppy. She doesn't know. He doesn't know, right? They don't know any better. They're just a puppy. So have some patience, right? And I, I definitely have a lot of patience, a lot of patience on the walk, okay? The, pa- the walk is what taught me patience, okay? Mm, talk about patience. When she sits here and pulls me, 
I just realized that eventually it's going to get to the same level as Winston. And yes, we're going to need a training collar for, for Lily because I'm kind of sick of that. Okay. The training collar, if you didn't know, a training collar is actually a pressure training collar. So it's not like one of those choker things that they used to use back in the 1990s or something like that, 1980s, right? They used to pull it and they used to choke the dog and the dog used to go because it couldn't breathe, right? It's not that. That's cruel and unusual, right? We should not do that. The thing that the pressure color is, is a huge night and day difference between the two, right? The difference between the two is it's just pressure. So I actually put this on. My mom actually put this on. We tested it on our arm to make sure that what we are feeling is not tightness. We actually tried it. And you don't choke, okay? Because I would never put anything that I know that will hurt my dog on my dog. I would never do any of that because I'm not that type of person. I love my dog. I just, I just need to realize that Lily's going to get better over time. Winston's going to be even better over time. Winston's just amazing now. Ever since we got Lily, Winston learned and said, listen, I don't think I need to um, sit here and make him frustrated. I don't think I need to sit here and pull him because Lily's already doing that for me. So Winston's been on his best behavior since we got Lily, and I cannot thank him enough. That's why I give him an extra treat when we get back. But nobody needs to know that. Lily doesn't need to know that. Anyways... I would like to also talk about, oh my God, see, my allergies are so bad. <laughs> my allergies are bad. I'll talk about that later in this podcast. But I actually needed to re-record this podcast because of the fact that I was doing this in the morning and my allergies were so bad that my eyes were so irritated this morning. It's not even a lie. Look at the beginning of this podcast, right? My eyes were so inflamed like they were so watery they were so closed that he looked high so no i'm not high listen i see some comments i'm not high that's like period so this is the thing now when i wake up in the morning i usually film these podcasts right and sometimes my allergies get the best the best of me and my eyes literally look like that like like i'm squinting right i'm not squinting i'm fully awake right but it's the aspect of the allergies really bothering me. Now, a lot of people that have allergies, they realize this. A lot of people that don't have allergies, they just sit here and go in my comment section. Whatever I see you, I really don't care. Anyways, we're moving on to the podcast, the second podcast topic because I also wanted to talk about this, right? My opinions on Block Island, right? I went to Block Island over the weekend. And last week, I already talked about this. I went to Martha's Vineyard, right? I want to get all the islands in this the 100 mile radius of my house over and done with because why not so i went to block island over the weekend with my grandfather right so (laughs) here's the thing with that me and my grandfather started the day like a little bit earlier we went around six i picked him up at his house and we both went to where we were gonna get the ferry to block island right If you don't know what Block Island is, just look up the commercial, and I think it tells you everything you need to know about the ferry that we went on itself, right? Come with me to Block Island. So, right. If you look that up, then you're going to know right away. If you don't, then I say congratulations, because that commercial annoys me. Anyways, getting on to the island itself, right? We get the ferry. We go to the island. 
we see, um, okay, we see a decent amount of people. We see a decent amount of city, right? Um, the ferry took about the same exact time that they were going to say. They said it was going to take 55 minutes. It actually took 55 minutes, okay? I'm very proud of them. Wow, they stood on time. So we got to Block Island. We got off the ferry, and immediately, right, I wanted to get a bus, right? Because I knew that on Martha's Vineyard, there's city buses, so I said, oh, okay, let me get a city bus. Nope, there's no city buses on Block Island because Block Island is so small that they can't even fit buses on the roads. So I'm like, okay, what the hell? So, and not a lot of people actually go um, anywhere that's far away from the actual, um, from the ferry. So nobody needs to go that far. And the island's pretty small too. Me and my grandfather walked throughout the whole entire island for three hours. And let me tell you, this, the first thing we went to, it actually made my hopes very, very high, which we went to the best thing first. That, like, we went to Oak Bluffs, which is literally the only thing you can actually go to on the island. Like, that's the only thing worth seeing. Which, are you kidding me? So we went to Oak Bluffs, and then there's also a lighthouse. Like, and they want money. Like, it's a lighthouse. I already know what the lighthouse looks like. Ooh, we can see up higher now. So we went to Oak Bluffs, which is, if you did not know, you can look up the pictures. They're very, very, very nice. Oh, my God. Oaks Bluffs. Oak Bluffs is one of the most beautiful places I have ever been to, and that's saying a lot because it's very beautiful. I took lots of pictures. I took lots of selfies. Um, I'll try to include it in this podcast, but if I don't, just go over to my Instagram, and you can see the, um, the highlights on my Instagram, arojo underscore Dimitri or Arujo underscore Demetrius, or it'll be down below. If you click on DemetriusRujo.com, click on social links, and then you can see my Instagram from there. Anyways, that's besides the point, right? That place that I went to, Oak Bluffs, is very beautiful. We started off with the most beautiful place, which you typically don't do that because you don't want to start off with the most beautiful. You don't get your hopes up at the very beginning. You, um get bright, right brought back down to reality once you learn that's the best place there. So we went to Oak Bluffs, which has 350 stairs to go down, okay? You go down this type of mountain-type thing, right? And you go on the water. And I had shoes on. No, I had flip-flops on, stupidly. And I did not want the flip-flops to get wet because I realized that as soon as I wet the flip-flops, they're going to break. Which... Ding, 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 ding. This is foretelling what actually happened. So what happened was I was on the rocks trying to avoid the water, and I did avoid the water the whole time. But my flip-flops ended up breaking that anyway. That was the only thing that I had. So I found an elastic on the side of the road and actually fixed it. I fixed it myself, and I was very proud of what I created, but my feet hurt so bad afterwards. But anyways, that's besides the point. I want to actually talk about Oak Bluffs in general. So Oak Bluffs, right? If I didn't already explain it well enough, it's this beach. There's some rocks on it on the side. If I explain it very, very well, right? Um, on the side, there's this big type of mountain thing. But the mountain, right? The mountain is the actual island. If that makes sense to you. So you're going on the bottom of the island. So the island is above sea level, if, if I explain that correctly. And there's a lot of stairs to get down. Once you get down, you have the sea level, which is down below. I would say about 300 feet lower than the sea level. 
like the sea level is 300 feet below the land. So opposite of whatever. You get the point, right? It's very, very beautiful. There's a lot of rocks. Me and my grandfather actually took selfies with each other because it was very, very nice in the background with the mountain on the side. Very nice place, right? That was the only reason why we'd ever go down there because it was very beautiful. But there's a lot of signs saying, listen, be careful on the way back up. It is very labor intensive. And if you need special care from 911, it is very hard for us to get down there. So make sure that you do not push your physical abilities because it's very hard for us to save you. That literally there was signs saying that. As scary as it sounds. So me and my grandfather said, listen, we're not going to overexert ourselves. I forgot how to talk for a second. We're not going to overexert ourselves. Now, I was fine, obviously. I go on the stair stepper every single day. Those stairs, 350 stairs, I'm fine. I usually do 1,000. Um, but my grandfather, on the other hand, I felt bad for him. So we took little by little steps, okay? We did it little by little so he can work his way up. And I had no problem with that because we had the whole entire day, right? For saying the future, right? We're supposed to go away from Block Island at 8. We were supposed to take the last ferry out because we thought that we would spend the whole entire day there. But we actually had to spend a lot of time at each event, right? Because of the fact that there was so little things to do. There was so little things to do, in fact, that one of the things to do was going to see a rock or going to see a boulder in the middle of the street. Now... I don't know how they thought that that was going to be good for us to see. And they hyped it up like it was some sort of like, like this awesome thing in the middle of the river. They said, oh my God, for generations, people have came together. Let me actually read the, the app. I still have the app downloaded. Let me read the app really quick for you guys. Hopefully I can even see it really, really quick for you guys. Okay. App load, app load, app load. Okay. So I have the Block Island app, things to do, outdoor activities, right? And it's called the, the, do, 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 okay, the Painted Rock, right? And it's in Mohegan Trail, right? So this is what they say. This is what they claim it is, right? The Painted Rock is an extremely popular landmark on Block Island. The Painted Rock is a tradition continued by the locals and visitors on the Block Island. People literally paint on the rock. The painted rock has been painted thousands of times, and the painted on the painting on the rock can change at any time, and can represent anything. People paint on the rock for friends' birthdays, wedding proposals, the Fourth of July, and the list goes on. If you want to let your artistic side shine, you can always venture out and paint on the famous painted rock. Now, this painted rock, poop. Right, It was a small little boulder in the middle of the road. <sighs> we walked two miles for a boulder in the middle of the road. When me and my grandfather found out that it was just a boulder, right, we completely was disappointed. We're disappointed. We were completely disappointed. And we just decided to keep going down the street. Because if we made it two miles, and the island is only eight miles, we might as well just keep walking. We're going to get there eventually. So what we did was we continued on the main street, or all the way around the whole entire island, to see every single thing that they had going on in their... P.S. P.S., right? There wasn't much. There was this little diner in the middle of the airport, which was really, really cool, by the way. But the diner itself does not know how to manage anything. There was a couple of 
there was a couple of um I would say a group of people that was saying, okay, I want to sit here. No, I want to sit here. I want to sit outside. I want to sit inside. And they had no idea how to even handle these people at all. Like, all you have to do is move them. Okay, if they want to sit inside, okay, let's move them inside. If they want to sit outside, okay, let's move them outside. Like, it's not that deep. Like, they were, they had a bigger problem with it than it actually was because of the fact that... um, um, other people wanted to actually sit down, which, okay, you could just tell them, listen, you have to sit in here. But the thing is, this is why I don't have sympathy for the owners of the place. It was because of the fact that the seats inside were so bad that when you sit down, they creak and it's ready to fall. So I just don't get it. And then we sat down, right? Well, actually, me and my grandfather, let me start from the beginning. Me and my grandfather actually walked into this diner And we said, listen, we would like a table for two, please. And then he just stared at me. I said, do you want me to just sit myself? And then he said, at this point, yeah. And I was like, okay, then. So I sat myself with my grandfather. And this other two people walked in. And they were like, okay, uh, can I have a table for two, please? They were waiting, waiting, waiting. And the table on the side of us just had to be cleaned. So then they were waiting, waiting, waiting. I would say that they were waiting for like 10, 15 minutes. By the way, during this time, we were still never seated. I mean, we were still never waited on. So 15, 20 minutes went by. And the um, the people that came in after us were just still waiting. So then they're like, oh, do you want me to help you clean off this table? And the person was like, no. So then they quickly cleaned it off. And then they're like, okay. And then they sat down for another, I would say about 10 minutes. And then the people on the side of us that sat down after us. So mind you, me and my grandfather were already waiting around the 30-minute mark with no waiting, no waitress at all. So we were like, okay, we're about to leave because we've been just sitting here. All of a sudden, the people on the side of us was like, oh, can you just take our order really quick? It's, it's nice and easy. So then they're like, sure. So then they came over and took their order. So then my grandfather was like, what the heck? We were sitting here before them. Why would you take their order? And then... Um, the waiter just looked at us like, Ooh. and then um, he came over to us after and we're like, okay, thank God. Can we just have a water? Can we have two? I knew that he was not going to come back. So I asked for more stuff than I actually wanted. I asked for two waters. I asked for one lemonade. I asked for um, a water for my grandfather and a lemonade for my grandfather. So all in all, I ordered three waters and two lemonades, right? Five drinks for the two of us because I knew he wasn't going to come back. And for telling, he didn't. But what he did was he got the drinks for the other table that came after us. He bought the, brought the drinks for me and my grandfather. Um, but the thing is, he only brought one water, I mean, two waters and two lemonades. That means one lemonade for me, one lemonade for my grandfather. I finished my water, right, because I was thirsty. And I finished the lemonade and the waiter never came. And then all of a sudden he comes with their food. So we, were, we sat first. We got our order taken second. They got sat they got seated second and they got their order taken first. They got their food first. We got no food. Then 15 minutes after they got their, well, they got their order, right? I'm skipping a step. They got their order. And then they said, oh, can you just add some bacon and lettuce to this grilled cheese? And they're like, sure. So they added bacon and lettuce. They took their food until our food came out. So I guess they were trying to correct it. And then they, they gave us our food and then they came out with their food just to add bacon and lettuce on their food. So it's like, like what 10 15 minutes later just had bacon and lettuce like it doesn't really make much sense but also at the same exact time why didn't those people say that they wanted bacon and lettuce on their 
grilled cheese at the very beginning. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. So then all in all, me and my grandfather stood there for like an hour, an hour and 10 minutes. And we finally, we finally got the food. We got the bill. We left. We said, okay, never going there again. We're never going to come back to this island anyway. It's just such a small island. You do everything in the first time. I like Martha's Vineyard. Anyway, um, we then went from the diner in the airport. We walked about four or five miles or so. And then we went... Um, we walked so much, and it was heat. It was hot, so we walked about an hour and a half, two hours, and we got hungry again because we really didn't eat a lot at the diner because we were waiting for so long, and because of the fact that their food wasn't even that, like it wasn't that good, and it wasn't even worth it. One, and it wasn't even um a lot of stuff. They didn't give us a lot of stuff. We got partly filled up, kind of quickly. So then what ended up happening was we went to the seafood restaurant and that seafood restaurant, we should have just went there from the very beginning. We should have just held off and then kept walking to the seafood restaurant because this seafood restaurant blew the other restaurant, the other diner, just straight out of the water through Block Island, literally through the mainland to the other side of the country. I would say China blew the diner out of the whole world, right? It blew them to Mars, okay? Not exaggerating at all it actually blew no i'm just kidding um so what ended up happening was at the seafood restaurant we ordered this fisherman's platter and we got a bunch of seafood me and my grandfather and it was just super good we loved it so much and then we ended up walking about 30 minutes from the seafood restaurant and we fully made it to the other side of where we started the ferry so we started, we um, went to the beach over there. We just walked around the beach. It was very, very nice. And we decided that we were going to leave about one hour from then. So we had some time to burn. So we stopped at some merch stops and we got a magnet. And um, I do like the magnet that they do have. I'm going to start my collection of magnets. I'm going to copy my grandfather, my grandma and my grandfather on the opposite side. Um... They have a whole entire collection of magnets of all the places that they went to, and I would also enjoy doing that, so I might as well. But I start. I started my collection the last time I went to Martha. This time when I went to Martha's Vineyard last week, so I have two magnets so far. And when I go to um, Nantucket, I'm actually going to get a magnet for then, too. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about all of the islands that I saw. I'm excited to make a comparison video, and I'm excited to make a video about each island, and that is coming very soon. I just have to finish editing um, a couple videos, and those will be out because I have a vacation vlog of me going to Mexico that I also have to edit. So there's a lot of editing. Um, me and Arugio Studios, we're going to work together on that to get these videos out by the end of September. All of them. All four of them. So I'm very excited for that. So other than that, let's move on to the to the next segment, and that's venting. Well, I mean, I did have something else planned for my venting segment, but I guess we can just talk about my allergies again, but and also what I what I had planned. So first, every single year at the same exact time, every single time that the seasons change the seasons are changing next to me it's getting a lot colder a lot faster um and that means that the seasons are changing and 
that means that I have my seasonal allergies back. Yeah. So what happens is my eyes start um, getting dry, as you can see. Um, my nose starts running. My throat starts getting sore every single time I wake up. That's great. Oh, my God. I just love love going through this. And nothing can, no allergy medicine actually helps me, which is a very sad situation that I have to have myself go through. And Mother Nature has to have myself go through. Um, I talked about um, allergies again and again and again and again and again because it is the most annoying thing. If they had a cure, I would really, I would really take the cure. I really would. All day long, I would take the cure. But... Anyways, let's move on to what I had planned because I don't really want to spend too much time on allergies. I'm good. It doesn't deserve that much attention. Let's just cancel it. Um, so the venting portion of this podcast originally was can stop can time stop moving so fast? Like school is starting already. Yes, I agree. School no, time in particular, not just school, but both of these things in, in actual actuality, right? They go by so fast. I already graduated school, but I remember being in elementary school looking um, at, like when I was in third grade, looking at the fifth grade, it was like, oh my God, I can't wait to be in their shoes. And then I actually got into their shoes. I got into the fifth grade. I'm like, oh my God, what? I'm the king of the school. Lily, Oh my god, I'm the king of the school, and I can't wait to go to middle school, and then I get to middle school, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm the lowest grade, I can't wait to get to 8th grade, and then I go to 7th grade, and I'm like, wow, this is this is nice being in 7th grade, and I get to 8th grade, I'm like, wow, I'm finally the king of the school again, and then I get to freshman year of high school, and I'm like, oh, I'm the new, I'm the new kid in school, or the new grade in school, I guess, and then sophomore comes around and then sophomore stuff happens and then (laughs) not really gonna get into some stuff of that that happened but then junior year right junior year we all know what happened this was last year we all stayed home stuff like that it was the most influential life-changing period of time that ever happened through my whole entire life now what happened um, during that time when we had lockdowns, when we had school sh- shutdowns, right, changed me as a person better than any other thing on earth. It, and I cannot say that this happened to a lot of people. What, what the virus that shut down the schools did actually benefited me so much. And I cannot think the government... For shutting schools down at all. Enough. Like, uh, in reality, right, we shouldn't. But in, in my, um, in my experiences, in my, in my, um, in my past looking back, right, that was a good situation that happened because it grew me as a person. But not a lot of people can say that. And it's sad to say that a lot of people used that period in time as an excuse not to do work in school, as an excuse not to do anything. I worked harder during that time than I than I pretty much did at all because I I worked every single day all day long. I would come home, make still make videos, still make shows, and then I would come um, I would be 
home already, obviously. And then I would do all the schoolwork that I would need to do. So it's like, it's crazy what period in time I was going through. But going straight to the next segment, we're going to be talking about the bad driver spotlight, which is why can't all drivers just relax a little. So let's dig in. Even when you feel... I think it's this. Okay, so why can't drivers just relax a little? Oh my god, a little. A little, okay? Why can't drivers just relax, okay? Relax. I was on an interstate highway, and there was people literally swerving around traffic, getting nearly, nearly by like a hair, getting into traffic just to get one car ahead. Like, it's just dumb. And then these are the same exact people that take the nearest exit right after so they can get off the highway. And then you see them, right, stuck at a stoplight. Um, I I apologize, right? It's not my fault. But I do apologize about my eyes. Like, they look so bad. I'm sorry. And they're... I think I just have um, dry eyes at the moment. It's just really annoying me. But anyways, I was driving on the interstate highway the other day. I think it was either, I think it was last Monday. No, last Thursday. Last Thursday, I was driving on the interstate system. Um, I mean, the interstate highway. And I was go- I went to a restaurant with my grandparents. And um, this was a little bit ways away. I think it was only like 20 minutes or so. So 20 minutes, 30 minutes, it's not that bad. So I was on the highway, and then everybody was going pretty fast. They were going definitely um, a couple of miles per hour over the speed limit. Okay, we were going at a fast. We were going at a fast. I mean, um, regular, normal speed. Okay, and what happened was people wanted to actually go faster than the normal excellent speed that our perfect me, me myself, right, my perfect driving was doing, right. So, what they were doing is swerving around, swerving around, boom, and then they were going around, and then they were just getting one car ahead, and then that's it. They would just, as soon as they cut the person that they wanted to cut off, um, they were fine. It's just stupid. And then they get off on the nearest exit, and they get stuck at a red light. So, there was no point in even doing that at all, um, besides risking your life, which they love doing, I guess. I don't even know. These types of people that um cut everybody off these types of people like to risk their lives and it's not really good at all um but i actually don't have a video for you guys um hopefully i do get a video of this eventually i mean i think everybody knows what i'm talking about already so that's fine i just don't not want my nose to feel blocked Like, I want to be able to breathe through my nose. So, I think that's it for the driver's spotlight because of the fact that it's only, literally, like, these people. They do the same thing on every single highway. It's not just the interstate system. It's every single highway, which is a lot disappointing because you're just getting one car ahead. Like, that's not solving anything. That's the sad part. Okay, well, sorry if you can hear my dogs. They're actually biting. There's a motorcycle going by. See? Loud noises, loud sounds, I don't like them at all. But anyways, the last... Oh, let's get into the last 
segment of this podcast. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Okay, so the last segment of this podcast is taking some time to yourself. Because there's, before, there's no time left. And spending it with the people that matter the most to you. That's exactly why I went to Block Island with my grandfather, spent a lot of time with him, and then I also went to a restaurant with him the couple days before that, and then I also spend time with a lot of my family and friends that I really do enjoy going out with. So there's a lot of things that you can take advantage of, um, but just time goes by way too fast. I remember when I was in high, um, like I said, I remember when I was in um, elementary school looking up at the fifth graders saying that, like, the, I'm not going to say the whole story again, but you get the gist. There's so much time that we have, and when you're little, you don't really remember this, you don't really realize this, but the time that you have here on earth diminishes, diminishes every single day, and it's sad to say, but every single time you think about this, it's the truth. Everybody dies at some point, and it's sad to admit but at least you can say that you took the full potential of what every single day can bring. So you can have a better life overall, and you can have a happier life overall. Spending it with the t- people and the friends, in the, f- in the friend, you know, in the family, that you care about the most every single day. Spending time with them is way better than going to a Starbucks, spending your money to get a overpriced coffee or going to the store or doing whatever you think is important at the time there's nothing more important than the time you're gonna get with your family members and the friends and the people that you care about the absolute most and that's the takeaway of this podcast thank you all for watching thank you all for enjoying and i hope that you have a great rest of your day If you did want to check out all of the other content that I have for you to listen to and enjoy, please check out the link down below, or you can just search DemetriusArujo.com on your URL browser, or you can just go on Google and search Demetrius Arujo on YouTube. That's where you're going to find all my content, or you can check out Arujo Studios on Instagram or on YouTube to find out my to find my newest series where i take a deep dive into political stances and if you don't want to check that out you can also check out another non-political show that i have which is cooking with dimitri thank you all for watching and i hope they have a great rest of your day even when you feel low you can still go even when you feel slow you can still go even when there's no hope you can still go i never answered a no man i still go go go